Millennial Motherhood with Megan and Monique. Mostly informative, but all things relatable. (laughs) All right, let's go. Showtime. doing well. How are you? I'm living the dream. Yeah. Yes, I had the, actually speaking of dreams, mm-hmm. last yes. night, <laughs> last night I had a dream that I missed my Pilates class and I showed up and it was Zumba. Oh. And I don't Zoom. So I was like, you don't Zoom. I don't. I you, was like, all you do is Zoom. Okay, you Zoom true. around your streets. You Zoom around everywhere. I don't think <laughs> you're a power walker. That's, yeah. I know I was used to make fun of them and the Lord humbled me, but yeah. yeah so I showed up and I was like, oh my gosh, why are you guys dancing? And Robin's like, it's Friday morning. And I was like, I missed you. I missed uh, Pilates. Mm. And then I left and I was late for my 8am English class. Oh, wow. So it was like taking you way back. Yeah. And then I woke up and then you woke up. Speaking of dreams, how are you? I'm good. I didn't have any dreams. Um, well, you did. You actually always dream. I do. The recall. Though, well, I and I do actually have very clear dreams, usually pretty vivid. But no, I think I didn't dream because I slept so hard because we moved out two sprinter vans worth of junk out of our house yesterday. We were so busy. It was just one of those things that like needed to be done. We had old couches, old TVs, and it's just like I've been dying to get that stuff like out of the house. And anyway, yesterday we didn't hire anybody. We did it ourselves and we live in a two-story house and the couches were upstairs. And oh. So your legs are feeling good? You my legs, out. my back, my arms, my neck. You know what I think Everything. of? That's all. Brain. That's yes. all yes. my neck. Yeah, my, my back. back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're already going there. Yes. <laughs> I'll be in touch with clients and then they'll say, uh, there's one. It's, oh, is it worth it? And then there was oh, a yeah. whole... Instagram thing about that or TikTok. Yeah. Is it worth it? Cause I'll Let say it to, yeah, it, I say yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Is it worth it? And then I'm like, no, in my head, is it going to work it? Yeah. I said it one time out loud, but it was a Gen Zer, and she just looked don't at me like I was it. on oh, crack. My gosh. And I was like, you don't know that Misty Elliott song? Oh my gosh. And, and the more you describe it, the more out there you, you just sound. feel like an idiot. Yeah. So anyway, and Missy's hard so. to, Missy's hard to describe to someone who does know who she yeah, is. So if you tell Missy, yeah. that's what you say. So, uh, I'm so excited for today. What are we talking about today? We are talking about beating the odds, surviving infidelity, and thriving in marriage. Yes. And we have someone that I am super excited to talk to, but before we get to her, I want to ask you, Monique, uh-huh. what percentage of couples would you say cheat? Cheat as in? Good question. Physical, emotional, anything, anything that you wouldn't do and experience. Just so something that's that was actually my next okay. question. So, what do you define as? I guess I could. I, what do you define as cheating? I don't know. Infidelity. I, I feel like I'm sensitive. I feel like if there were inappropriate conversations, if there are, I don't know. I don't really want to say like thoughts because I feel like oh, people think crazy things. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I feel like if it's inappropriate conversations or or things that you feel like you need to hide from your partner. I feel like probably a lot of people do that and the the other partner doesn't know. So I feel like it probably happens a lot. And I, I would say, I don't know, maybe half of relationships. So I would give it a solid like 50%. 
Okay. Is what I would say. I think that's what a lot of the world would report. Uh But to clear up cheating, so the definition of infidelity is when a person who's in a monogamous romantic relationship has an emotional or sexual relationship with someone else without their partner's consent. Mm -hmm. So that lack of knowledge that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And it does extend, you know, I do specialize in infidelity. And one thing that I do like to consider when working with couples is that spectrum of betrayal, right? Mm -hmm. Is it, does it extend from emotional to physical? Does Mm -hmm. it stay in one arena or the other? But the crazy thing is with betrayal, the pain doesn't differentiate. People think it does until it happens to them, but somebody could have an emotional, an emotional affair and the betrayal feels as heavy as it would if it were physical. physical. Mm -hmm. Wow. But what's actually reported. So we do see some studies that indicate 50%. Um, but when we look at, when we compare the data between self-reporting, um, reports that are taken from, um, therapeutic studies, Mm -hmm. psychological studies, we see that more men cheat than women, Mm -hmm. but only about 15 to 20% of married couples are reported as cheating. Mm -hmm. Interesting. A lot lower than you would think. A lot lower. Yeah. So, so I think people aren't reporting these things. Nope. No, they're not. And I will talk about why I think that is later. Okay. But I'm super excited to introduce my good friend, Vanessa Knox. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. So how do do I know Vanessa? Vanessa, how do we meet? I'm going to have Vanessa tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a nurse at um, a spa, which is down the street. And you came in for a treatment. (laughs) I got to talking. And you're so easy to talk to. She told me, she told me she was nervous and she wanted to listen to a murder podcast. Oh, and I'm all about. Yes. <laughs> so she's I like, I that. loved her right away. She's like, I'm I don't speak her. her. Yeah, that's what, that's what I told you. She said, I was like, I was like, I'm going to listen to murder. And she was like, just put it on speaker. I was yeah. like, I love her. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love when you meet someone and you just know right off the bat, like, I'm going to get along with this person. Yeah. That's, that's really great. You also work somewhere else, though, because anytime I call to get in with you again, you would be I know. I have, like, four different things that I'm doing. <laughs> and, I, again, I think that's, you know, some ADHD mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I'm full-time at the hospital, oh so I gosh. work in the ICU. I've been an RN um, there for 10 years now. Wow. Um, and then I found the spa because I wanted to learn something different without going back to school. So I do that. And then during COVID, I went part-time at the hospital while all the kids were at home. And then I was like, this is the only place I worked or is it grass, you know, is it better? Mm-hmm. So I went to another hospital, another local hospital. And, um, I kept that one too. So I'm doing a <laughs> bunch of things. Oh my, I didn't know that. I oh. thought you were still at one. No. It, I mean, the other one's only like twice. Oh, I know. Yes. Okay. A month. But it's just, yeah, it's just, when you get tired of the OT here, I can go to this hospital. Yes. I have friends everywhere. So wow. it's nice. I get to do something different. Different um, energy in each space or what? Each space. There's different jobs. So one hospital, I'm the stroke nurse. The other hospital, my ICU. Sometimes oh. I'll float me to a regular floor. So, and then the spa is just a completely different type of like nursing, you know, lasers and Botox and making people happy. Yes. Um, so so yeah. you work in, you work in trauma, you work in crisis. Yeah. I work in the neurosurgical trauma ICU. So, um, in the County we live in, we have a lot of gunshots and car accidents. Um, the population for meth is really high. Oh, wow. Um, so a lot of people stroke out on meth because, um, you know, their blood pressure gets high, so it can elevate. Meth oh. can do that. And then, um, there's something known in the brain that can burst like a blood vessel and they have a bleed. So, um, yeah, very busy at work. 
That's amazing. It's amazing that you do all of those things yeah, and yeah. It's making such a difference in our community. It's, it's interesting though that it's you're really good at trauma. Yeah, to tie that in. Yeah. yeah. So tell us. You said you have kids. How many kids do you have? So uh, we have a total of four. I have two girls and two um, stepsons. Oh, nice. So the two girls are your bio. Yes. Okay. And so you're married. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. How'd you guys meet? Okay. So me and my husband met um, when I was in college. I was in nursing school and my brother, I'm the, I'm the oldest. Um, He was turning 21 and he's like, Hey, can you take me to Las Vegas? Can you plan the trip? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, no. Can you take me to Las Vegas? I thought you were going to say like, can you take me to the mall or can you take me? No, I'm all about going on trips. Okay. So is your brother. He asked the right girl. I love it. Yeah, so, uh, we went to Las Vegas, and um, I was with, I had um, somebody that I was with long-term for, like, three years, Oh, and we went to Vegas, and he wasn't able to go, and um, my husband was my brother's friend, mm. and I was like, oh, you know, he's cute, whatever, I'm in a relationship, not interested, and then um, back then, you know, we come back from the trip, and he's hit me up on my, or what's it called? MySpace. My, MySpace, I yes, MySpace. It. The Blackberry text messages. Oh, yeah. Back then, I was like, okay, he's my brother's friend. Like, I'll just be nice and add him. Was he younger, too? He's younger, yeah. Okay. So he's, um like, two and a half years old. Okay. So nothing wild. No, yeah. yeah. And then a year later, I broke up with my boyfriend and just didn't work out. And then... It was my brother's birthday again. Oh, yeah. There we go. He's like, like, let's go to Mexico. Oh, yeah. Hawaii. He's like, we're going back to Vegas. So I was like, okay, well, before I, like, start hanging out with this guy, you know. Because you knew he liked you because he was hitting you up the year before. Yeah, yeah. Time out. Was he hitting you up while he knew you were in a relationship? But it was never, like, inappropriate. It was just like, oh, so how's school going? Gotcha. He wanted to get to know you. Yeah. But my brother, too, like, back then, you know, he's young. They're in the early 20s. And I'm like, well, if you're, if you're my brother's friend, you guys are probably alike. And what was your brother like then? Give us some. I'm sure, you know, he had a girlfriend here or you know, girlfriend he there. Was, oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, he had long-term girlfriends and stuff, but. Um, Birds yeah. of a feather flock together. Yeah, so you're like, exactly. if you're anything like my brother. Yeah. Gotcha. And I think my brother too kind of knew, hey, you know, I think, you know, just be careful if you start hanging out with him. Oh, so, okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Vegas. Go back to 22 years old, wants to go to Vegas now. Yeah, so then we go we go to Vegas, we hang out, it's great. And then I was just out of the relationship of three years. I knew he was talking to a few girls. like it, So I'm like, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to travel the world. Like, I'm not looking to be in a relationship. So it was totally fine. And then um, three months later, I got pregnant. Oh, wow. And it was Michael's. It was, yes. Yeah, it was my husband, Michael's. And um, so. How did you feel about, okay, so first of all, let me back up because yeah, I, I forgot that detail. So, which I love when I forget things. You were together for three months or were you not exclusive? Like We, we weren't exclusive. So oh. like I was kind of doing my thing, mm-hmm. having fun. Like I was, I didn't want to be tied down. He was doing his thing. I was aware of it. We didn't really talk about the things we were doing. We we're just having fun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then I had went back to Vegas. Everything happened. <laughs> back to Vegas. It doesn't stay in Vegas. No, <laughs> I went back with my girlfriends and um, I was like, do I need to take a pregnancy test? Like my 
foods have been sore for like two weeks. Mm. And they're like, hurry up. <laughs> We're like ready to go to the club. Yeah. Like go to the bathroom. And it came out like, it's positive. Oh my god. Oh no. You know, COVID, it was before COVID. This so was going to be like, is this COVID test or is this a pregnancy oh, test? Yeah, yeah. It's for sure pregnant. So my friend, we still go out and my like, You're a, a good friend at the time was like, okay, well, I won't drink with you. We'll just still have fun. And, and we, we had a great time. So you knew you were keeping the baby. I, cause at that moment I was like, I'm going to graduate from nursing school. I'm going to have a good job. This is my responsibility and I'm going to be fine. I was 25. I was going to have a good job and I was like, I need to handle it. Like this is what happens. You said, okay. So with all due respect, mm-hmm. you tell me to F off. You said you were out there having a good time, but did, so did you know it was Michael's baby? Yeah, oh, okay. I did. Okay. Because, um, so bad. <laughs> my nursing school was in Palm Desert, so I lived out there for three years while I was in school. Oh. So the people I was hanging out with and having, it was, it was like far and it wasn't, they weren't close. Oh, I so, see. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I'm having trouble. I, you like the timeline. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to be disrespectful, but I was like, no, no. first thought like, oh, this is Michael's baby. And yeah, how yeah. did you feel that it was Michael's baby? Yeah. Like doing all the math. Well, I was. You know, at the time, you don't really, like, know someone until, like, yeah. you go through all the things with yes. them. And um, when I came, I, I, like, already had it in my head. I'm like, I'm going to keep this baby. Mm-hmm. And he can be involved. So I told my friends, like, we have to get back home. I need to tell this guy. Yeah. And I saw him, and I was like, look, this is what's going on. You can be as involved as you want to. And we will just figure it out. If not, like, I get it. Like, you didn't plan this. I didn't plan this. And he was like, no, like, I want to be around and we'll figure it out and we'll start things slow. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be together just because I'm pregnant. I don't want to get married just because, sure, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, no, absolutely. So, and that's just kind of how everything started with us okay. being together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did he have any kids? No. So later during that time when I got pregnant, you know, I was doing my thing. He was doing his thing. It wasn't until my daughter, she was born, and a couple months later, we were in our little two-bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, we decided we loved each other, we're going to be okay. just together, and we're going to start a little family, and he went to go check the mail, and he comes back, and he's like, I have to tell you something, and he was like, I was like, what? He was like, during that time, you got pregnant, somebody else got pregnant, too. Oh, my goodness. And these are papers they're serving me for, like, you know, papers. Did he know before that? So at first he said no. And then it came out later that he knew, but he wasn't sure if she had something else going on either. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, I'm really disappointed, but I get it because we were all doing our thing During that time was kind of up in the air. Uh So it was kind of like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, I love you. I want to be with you. And we will figure out how to bring him into the picture later. Wow. So yeah. you have a stepson and a daughter that are the same age. They're only like two and a half months apart. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we go yeah. out all the time and we're like, oh, do you have twins? twins? Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so much yeah. easier, huh? It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Especially okay. just people you don't know. Oh, yeah. I know. First sure. of all, I love that he asked you. You, you asked each other, what do you want to do? Like such a team approach. Mm-hmm. So I assume at that time in, in the relationship, you guys are pretty strong. There's a lot of good communication, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there was. Um, at that time, I was still hanging out 
uh, sorry, I was just going to say, and it sounds like at this point, the two of you were together because you genuinely wanted to be together exactly. and there was love there and there was no ultimatum. There was no, okay, we got ourselves in the situation. We're just mm-hmm. going to stick together. It sounds like it was very much like you guys are very mindful and the intention was. So yeah. I thought, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So I go. thought I'm just the type of person where I don't want to like, break up, get back together, break up. Like, you're either doing this or not doing yeah. that. I'm going to put in 100, you know, I, I don't okay. want to go back and forth. So anytime I've broken up with someone or they've broken up with me, I'm like, all right, we're done. Like, we don't need to be friends. Like, okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So I knew that going into this, especially with having a kid, I'm just like, this is all or nothing. Mm-hmm. For, like, for me. For you. Mm-hmm. So, um. And he seemed that way, too. We still had our old friends, and we are still kind of hanging out and stuff. And then I got on birth control because I was like, okay, I'm done with nursing school. I need to pass my boards. Mm-hmm. I need to get it together. I got two kids yeah, now. Two kids. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I got pregnant again. Oh, wow. Birth control, baby. Yeah, I, I got one of those. I got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what was your reaction to that? Because I don't think, I mean, we joke, but sometimes being on birth control and getting pregnant is actually very traumatic for some people because you're intending to not get pregnant yes. for a reason generally. Mm-hmm. And it happens. So when you heard that or you saw that, what was your reaction? I cried because I was like, I feel like I didn't give my oldest one the time to like bond and do things with her. Like I didn't want to like have another baby right away. Mm. And then I eventually wanted a son with him. Like our goal was to finally do all the things, get together, you know, start everything and have a son later. And then he had a son with somebody else. Oh, so I feel like that was taken from me. Like, not intentionally. Sure. No, I know. There's still grief there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then when my second, when I found out I was having a girl, mm-hmm. like, I did you have the gender? Too. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and I was like, okay, well, it's just going to happen later for me. Like, that's fine. We can yeah. try again later. So, yeah. Uh, and then that happened. How far apart in age are your girls? So, they're only a year and a day. Oh, so, your poor vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so within a year and a day, we had three babies out oh of nowhere. Oh my gosh. So we had um, three cribs, three changing tables. Vanessa. All of them were in diapers. Were, were you broke as a joke? I mean, I was still like trying to pass my board. Yeah. Michael had a good job at the time and he was like doing that. And I was just, you know, trying to do all the things at home. And of course. So... When we found out about my stepson, he, of course, did the test. He found out it was his. And then there were steps that he had to do through the court. This is like a step-up program. Like, you have to go over there for so many hours. Um, And then you get to bring the baby home for a few hours. And then it goes to overnight once they're like a year old. So I'm like, well, as weird as it is for you to go over there. Because, you know, he had to go. This was a one-night stand Oh, good to know. Okay. okay. Yeah. So the mother wanted him involved in the son's life. Yes. And yeah. then Michael mm-hmm. wanted to be involved in the son's life. Yeah. So once everything was like, we knew. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he was like, okay, so let's start the process. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, like, I don't know how she is. And you don't really know her because it was just a one night stand. Yeah. Be careful because mm-hmm. I know how girls are. And even though you're a man and you should be able to make good choices, as a girl mm-hmm. with a child, mm-hmm. I would want to be with the father of sure. my children. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a place that she's coming from, too. So you two had that dialogue. Yeah, okay. yeah, we did. And, you know, men, they're like, oh, right. men control. No, they need, they need the extra. 
Yeah, I need the extra instructions. We yeah. need a body cam. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so at the time, um, he started going over there and like, I guess the visits were fine. Okay. And then he was going to start bringing the baby over. He was only five months. Mm. And as a mom, I would want to know who's around my kids. Sure. Where they're going. Absolutely. I'm just that parent. Yes. So I was like, do you mind if I have her phone number? I would love to reach out to her. Yeah. Just to be, be like, in contact. Oh, and, you yeah. can come over if you want to meet me. You know, see where the baby's going to be at. Meet our families. Good and for she, you. Well, yes. she never responded back. She didn't like that. She, she didn't like that. She was no. like, no, I'd rather not know anything about you. Yeah. So she texts my husband. It's none of her business. And she's I, forgetting who the one night stand was. Well, yeah. Sorry. She edited that out. <laughs> so I tried to, I feel like I'm a very fair person. And at that you time, are. I had found out later that her, her, her dad passed when she was younger. So she was raised by her mom and, um, I think her mom's mom. And then she had a stepdad for a really long time in, um, I think he had just passed from cancer. Mm. And then before my stepson was a year, her grandpa passed away. Mm. So I feel like, I don't know, outside, and I could be totally wrong, looking in, she had all these men who were supposed to be in her life. But you were gracious before that. Like you're saying, I found this stuff out later. Like you are such a kind, gracious person because you didn't even know those things at the time and you were still being gracious with her. Mm -hmm. That just speaks to your character. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You piece that together after, which is beautiful Mm -hmm. and makes sense. But look at you giving her grace and kindness Mm -hmm. before you knew those things. Mm Because that's what I would want for someone to give me. And I said, you know, she's naturally... You're the only man that should probably be in her life, and you're not. So we need to be careful with how she feels and how we word things. And, you know, I don't want to take anything from her, but I want her to know, like, I'm not trying to be mom. I'm just the bonus. I'm just here to help. Gosh, Vanessa. Amazing. Seriously, I can't even put myself in your shoes. You're an angel. Just processing through all of that at the time. Like, I would be, granted, you have two little babies at home, and three at, at times. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you even breathe? But to just be able to process all of that is. Yeah. And we, this was before we did all the therapy and all the things. Okay. So I was just trying to be like, okay, well this is, this is our life now and we have to figure it out and make the best of it. Okay. okay. So then he started coming over and when he came over, you know, I didn't want to like play the stepmom and stepmoms have such when a When he, the little boy, you're talking yes. about the little boy. Okay. Just yeah. making sure. Okay. Stepmoms have such a bad rap. You know, you see them in movies and we're like the evil stepmom. Or, you know, I I do listen to a couple different things and I watch certain things and people say, oh, it's my, you know, that's my daughter. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to ever impose on somebody and how they feel. And um, I don't want to ever like, I guess, um, overstep. Like, you know, I want to know my place, but I want to be involved in I think at that time she was going through her things and there was a time she even invited my husband and our daughter before my other daughter was born to San Diego for a trip, like a family trip. And I get like, they want to bond as a family, but I wasn't invited. Mm. And my husband was like, well, he wasn't my husband at the time. He was like, well, if she's not invited, like we won't be able to go. Oh, good. Okay. But um, I was like, you have to set up these boundaries now. Exactly. Because if you don't, and I get it, she wants family bonding time. But if you're part of that, yeah, right, girlfriend. Exactly. So, 
you know. So Michael said no, and they didn't go. Yeah, so he didn't go. Good. But she was trying. Yeah, she was trying. And I mean, I get it. I mean, I think naturally she wanted to be with the father right. of her kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just my perspective. It sounds like it. your, but it sounds like your perspective is right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From what it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so continue. So he gave her a no. Yeah, he gave her a no. And then um, we had our second baby. Um, and then uh, we had moved from our little apartment and we were running a house because there's like a bazillion of us. In a year and a day. Uh-huh. And then my brother, who had introduced us, had moved in with us, too. Oh, so he was, like, running a room. And oh, you take him to Vegas. Yeah. Right. We have to be your sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was, like, a party house, and it had school, oh. and... I was still, I finally passed my board, so Yay. I was, like, looking for a job. But back in 2011, 2012, um, everything was bad. Like, there weren't any jobs. Like, mm-hmm. everything was coming out of the, yeah, coming out of the recession. Yeah. And um, it took me six months to find a job. Oh. Michael was trying to, like, figure his stuff out because he got laid off. Oh, no. And OnlyFans wasn't an option then. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so... We had a lot of people over. We would like, you know, have cool parties and barbecue. Yeah. So, and then, like I said, I still had my friends at the time, and then he still had his friends at the time. And when you say that, tell us what you mean. I mean, like, so I had my group of girls I went to Vegas with, and you know, I think we were pretty good. Like, we didn't do anything too. Girls tend to be a little. Yeah. But his friends, they had, like, their annual guys trip. And I okay. knew some of the friends weren't super loyal to the girls that they were seeing. Gotcha. One of them was getting married, and we actually stopped talking to them because I knew. And I was like, I think I should tell her before they get married. Oh. And he was like, no, yeah, like, I was going to say he probably yeah. And then I think the groom found out, and he just, like, cut us off. And probably because he just didn't want it. So right. I, I never got to, I never told him. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, do you tell me? I know. I know. I've been put in that position. Because I would want to know. Yes. Yeah. Now I would for sure. I'd be like, yep, I actually have. There was an instance recently that happened where, anyway, it doesn't matter, but like my husband was laughing because, yeah, same thing. I was like, excuse me, you weren't with that girl. And then I went and said something to the girl and they thought it was funny. And I was like, no, I don't mess around with that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes, yeah, so. Yeah. Still a party scene is what I'm hearing. You yeah. Say. Still yeah. Still people are your life. Still hanging out with people. And I didn't want to be like that nagging girlfriend. I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm grown and I'm mature. Like, I hope he's on that level and I don't want to nag. So hopefully he's just out there being honest. Like, he knows. Yeah. And see, you had to get there where I see a lot of couples who will have that growth together, but you had a baby so early on with him that like your mindset, mindset went to motherhood much earlier than it needed to in the relationship with him. Does that make sense? So you're just out there being a mom and saying, okay, well, I'm mature mm-hmm. and I hope he gets to that space or yeah. he's there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then you have to remember he's younger and then you have to remember guys just don't, mm-hmm. don't get there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> way later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then we're there um, at the house and it's kind of going back and forth, but when I was still pregnant um, with your July, second, yeah. Okay. There was, um, I woke up late and I went to go check and we had like a downstairs, it was like a tri-level home that we had. And, um, one of like an old friend that I've known since it was uh, my brother's other friend, we've known him since he was like five. Uh-huh. He would always come and like drink and spend the night and well, he, there was another girl there and it was, it was late at night, probably like three, four or five o'clock in the morning. Oh. And I don't know, as a female, being in somebody else's home, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you address the other female in the room who's 
school we did. Absolutely. I worked in customer service. I was a beer girl back in college. And you're just a decent human. Right, right. (laughs) And if you don't address the female, even though you may be talking to the The dude, yeah. You have to just acknowledge her at least at the minimum acknowledge women are territorial yeah Yeah. that might not be my man but this is my house so say hi yeah yeah so i was like kind of like oh red flag totally like michael like what do you guys do oh nothing like oh it was with michael it's michael your brother michael this is my this is my husband oh oh okay and then my brother's friend, okay, the other there, who had brought his best friend, who was the girl, so it was the three of them down there. Okay. I'm like, this time, bro, it's like time to go to bed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. So then I can hear, and I, I knew that she had left. And I was like, hey, you know, like the next day, who was that? Oh, it was just so-and-so's friend. And um, I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of weird. Like, she didn't yeah. know it. And that she stayed so late, and I don't know her. And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. And I was like, all right, whatever. So red flags are going up. Yeah. And then, um, I had had the baby and, um, I, again, uh, came over it always seemed like she came over after I went to bed or. So she knew about you. She knew about me. She saw me pregnant. We had photos everywhere in the house. Um, you know, she saw at least the two babies and then, um, yeah. So I, I went to sleep with the baby early and everybody kind of stayed up and hung out. And then the next day, things kind of came up from my friends that were over or, like, my brother's friends that were over. And they're like, hey, like, things came out. And somebody had approached her and was like, why are you here? We think you're into him. Why are you here? They thought she was into your husband. Into my husband, yeah. Well, we weren't married yet. Right, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And and when I asked my husband about it, he's like, yeah, I never got those vibes, but I said, okay, well, she's not allowed over. Cause yeah, obviously good. it's not just me. Mm-hmm. It's other people are like, Oh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Concerned. Yeah. yeah. So, um, he's like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. I was like, okay, cool. So, um, didn't really hear of anything. And you know, this is when Instagram was getting really popular. Oh. Twitter was really popular. So as a female, I would go on there Check and you're like investigating. Right. And I was like, okay, there's, she's, and she's even younger than my husband. So okay. she was only like 21, 22. Okay. And I'm just checking, is there any red flags I need to notice? Mm-hmm. Is, is there things that are going on? And now I'm like, nothing really. How about with, at this point with Michael, was there, did you notice any shifts? Did you notice, I mean, I know that he told you, oh no, everything's fine. I don't even care if she doesn't come over, but was there anything during this time? There was just like, he'd go out with his friends and these were the same friends that, like I said, mm-hmm. one of the best partners to who they were seeing. And I don't know their relationships and what right. their, their things were. So mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, well, I just, like I said, I just hope he's doing the right thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was one time his phone was open and my intuition was like, oh, mm-hmm. should check his phone. Look at that. So I did. And... The text messages, there was nothing on there except she was texting him about work. She started working for the same company that he got laid off from. Mm. And um, I'm like, hey, why why are you guys texting? He's like, oh, she's asking me about work because I used to work there. I'm like, well, she has a manager. Mm-hmm. Right. And employees that still work there. <laughs> so. And I was like, so she's not allowed over. Why is it okay for you to be texting her? Good. He's like, no, you're right. Like, oh, yeah. I Man, he's saying you. all the right things. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So then I just feel like people get better at hiding, right? When, you, when you're. And I'm like, is there anything I need to be worried about? Is there anything I need to be concerned about? And he's like, no, like, it's fine. I have it under control. And don't worry. I'm like, let me tell you, 
women are smarter. We are 10 steps ahead of you every time. So even when you think you have it under control, you don't. Mm. And, um, and I think at that point, maybe he really, if nothing sexual was going on, no, no, he probably really believed he did. And there wasn't, right. We talked about it later. Right. And he was like, yeah, he was like, no, it's fine. And I was like, okay. And then, um, yeah. Then a couple months go down, like nothing's happened. And we end up moving to this area. We get a smaller home and we love the area, the district. I just got a job. Everything's falling into place. And then all of a sudden, my brother messaged me a screenshot from Instagram. Oh, no. And it's an ultrasound picture. <gasps> it's what? An ultrasound picture. Oh. He's like, I'm not saying anything's happened, but this is from her account. We all kind of have this weird feeling. We really haven't seen or heard her in months. I just want you to be aware. Oh, this was the brother that used to live with me. So your brother's basically telling you, I'm this is this could be yeah. Wow. And even though nothing was really hap- happened or like like we didn't like notice anything crazy, yeah. Everyone had these like feelings of yeah. what was going on. So people, she posts a sonogram on her on her Instagram. on her account, and people were suspic- suspicious mm-hmm. that it was your Michael. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So then. What'd you I, do? I approached him and I was like, I love you. First of all, I it's know. Like, you're very gently, yes, very uh-huh. kindly. Yeah, of course. Very reasonable. I'm yes. Nice. Yes. Gun, maybe just kidding. Yeah. But like, good well, for you. Okay. So you approached him and I was just like, Hey, this was just sent to me. And I don't know if there's anything you need to tell me, but I just, just be honest with me. Just, you know, we've gone through so much already. We'd gone through a lot because my first stepson's mom, there was some drama there with custody and court and, um, you stuck by him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, we went through a lot of that already together. Yeah. And, um, and it sounds like with that stuff, he was very straightforward with you and honest and transparent. So I can see why you believe him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was credible. And he was like, no, like everything's fine. And I don't know who we kind of like a defense mode. And, between there was a switch in him like right before Christmas to like this is right before Easter okay Okay, that's what I was gonna ask there was a switch and he was home more and he wasn't hanging out with the same (sighs) friends and he was more attentive and he was a better dad and Mm -hmm. he was a better partner and I was like wow he just like grew up yeah yeah (laughs) and later new year new Michael yeah Yeah. (laughs) later I find out even before he knew what was going on he was like i was like what am i doing he's like i had this like wake up call what am i doing i have this great partner at home i have like these amazing kids at home and he had turned it off but by then she she was pregnant so he decided to end it with her but she was already pregnant i have a question did he ever sleep with his first baby mama again Oh, okay. Okay. So that one's put to rest. She's just drama, drama mama. Okay. So now you have this person, you get this. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. I just wanted to clear that. Oh, no, no, that's fine. So then, um, so he's still denying it. Yeah. He said, no. Okay. Whatever. So we just left it alone. And then one day he had his email open. And once you get to someone's email, girl, you can find anything. You can recreate passwords. You know, someone's birthday, you know, someone's Last name, the street they grew up on, their mom's name. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So yeah. true. Hell has no what did theory. you What did you find? So in there, there was like a Google account and, you know, there was um, a couple things, you know, people 
talking to, but nothing happened. And then there was one, and I was like, oh, this is another one. I've heard that name before. Mm. And even called her, and I was like, hey, this is someone's. He's like, yeah, he told me about you. And you know, oh. I'm so sorry. I had no idea. So he was like a whole yeah, other the, ass person. Yes, yes, yes. So what was, was the like, dates though? Were they were they recent or were they in that span? They, they were all within like this few month period mm. where I feel like all of a sudden we had three babies. Yeah. All of a sudden, um, you know, he was laid off. I was looking for work, and I just feel like not that it's an excuse, but no, it's okay to tell that was the circumstance. Was, yeah. I felt like he was going through a lot of an identity crisis, yeah. right? You lose who you are, and he's finding it that way, and you're stepping up and handling mm-hmm. business, and yeah, so much so, pressure with you know yeah. oh, the babies like and everything. Babies. Yeah. So um, I found the email. We're getting ready to go to a birthday party, and I was on the computer for like two hours. I had a lot of time. Oh my gosh! And he he comes in, and I'm like. He, like, he couldn't hide from it anymore. Of course. It's all right there. there. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to this birthday party, and I need you to find your conscious by the time we get back, because I'm done. Damn. Wow. And he was like, so good. <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. Like, I need you to be friends with me. Because wow. in my mind, I was done. Like, I wasn't oh, sticking around. Yeah. And I was like, you just need to be honest with me so I can do what I need to do. Absolutely. Because I'm moving yeah. on with or without you, but you can make it easier for me. Yeah. Right? Okay. So we went to the birthday party, and by the time we came back... Um, he went with you? Oh, yeah. It was a family party. I was like, we got... Two kids were taking them. So did you just turn it on? You were like, okay, I'm going to... And I think I'm used to that because of work. Yeah, that very true. Um, Such a good point. A very good point to connect. Yeah. Right? Because you do work in trauma and crisis and right. it's... You probably operate really well in that. When and I'm in work, I'm like, yeah. I'm in it. Like, you're in the zone. going to die. Like, I need to figure That's it true. out. And then it doesn't hit me until I get home mm-hmm. and I'm decompressing. And yes. I sit in my driveway for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. that, like, okay, we're turning on this birthday party and mm-hmm. then we're going to come home and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And we just, we just talked. And I don't remember if I was more upset or if I cried, but I was like, and he, I mean, he was upset. He cried. He was like, I'm so sorry. And, you know, I was like, whatever, bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, oh yeah, I guess all the time. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I said, I'm gonna go to therapy because hmm. I need to figure out before I have a nervous freaking breakdown. Yeah. I need to go get help. Because originally after my first stepson, um, his mom had recommended us see her pastor from her church. Hmm. So in that little apartment, we were doing um therapy with the pastor, and I'm I grew up Catholic. He grew up Christian. We weren't really practicing, mm-hmm. but in my experience going with the pastor, it was more like, oh, well, God's going to do this and God's going to do that. And I didn't feel like he was taking responsibility oh. for his things. Oh. And I'm like, I feel like we need a more traditional therapist who's going to call you out on mm-hmm. your yes. yeah, and who's going to make you do all be accountable. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. So, um, and I was just two weeks into working my new job. So I went to work crying and my oh. preceptor was like, well, you, you have to leave. Like you, you know, you'd be stupid to stay. And I was like, I know. And I can't believe this is happening after everything we've already gone through. And so the feedback that you're getting from the general public is basically, mm-hmm. you got to go. Yeah. You'd be stupid yeah. to stay. Right. Absolutely. And I would think because like I had told you guys before we started that there was, I knew somebody who was in a really long-term, I guess, boyfriend. And he had gotten another girl pregnant and she was debating about staying. 
And I'm like, what a dummy. Yeah. Like, she can't stay. That's so dumb. And, oh, my God, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it was happening to me. So, um, so different when you're in this situation. I absolutely. Mean, I mean, if you ask people, would you stay if you were cheated on? Most people absolutely are going to Exactly. Yeah. I've met two people my whole life, a friend and a client one time that were like, yeah, I thought about it. And if it happened once, I'd probably work through it. But everybody else is it's like, like, absolutely. Absolutely. And then it happens to you and you're like, but wait, I love this person. Right. But wait, I have kids with this person. Yes. But wait, I yeah. went through so much with this person. Absolutely. And yeah. it's different. And it's probably different when you feel like there is love there and yeah. and what was done was a mistake or something they regret. Like I feel like, and you That's can tell true. me your experience, but I feel like that would make a difference in your decision. Michael's response to right, right. Yeah. Whether he was remorseful and sorry. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's what I tell people now. So at the time I'm like, I'm going to go to therapy. So I don't lose my shit. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to have a breakdown. Absolutely. Gosh. And you're going to go to therapy to figure out why you are the way you are. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me. Good, good for you. Oh my oh god! I said, I'm a good partner. I'm a great mother. I'm a hard worker. And I said, I give people what I want back. And I was like, I have to know deep down inside that this is a you issue and this is not a me issue because I am doing all the things that I should be doing. And he said, okay, because, and luckily my insurance covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause therapy can be expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's called employee assistance. Program. Oh yeah. And, um, when we first went, I, I called them and I was like, so this is what's going on. <laughs> And I was like, do I come by myself? He's like, they're like, oh no, he's the problem. Like he has to yeah, come. Yeah. You're like, you're bringing, they're like, you're bringing him. Yeah. yeah. So we went and, um, they're only supposed to see you like 10 times. Yeah. I was going to say, usually there's a limit. And they were like, we're extending this. He saw us for two and a half years. Oh my wow. gosh. I was like, you guys are so interesting. I was like, yes, wow. the tea is hot. Like I get it. There's yeah. never a dull session. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, He's not there anymore. He had opened up his own practice. Good but there's a couple times, even since then, mm-hmm. I'm like, do we need to go back? Yeah. Do we need to go back? Yes. Is this something we can solve on our own or do we need to go back? I love that. Um. So, yeah, he saw us and it was just more like, I'm done. I'm moving on. Fix him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then there came a point to where we were in it for a few months and he's like, okay, you're at a crossroads. What do you want? Shit or get off the pot. What mm-hmm. he's wanted to, he's willing to give you everything. So um, Oh, the therapist was telling you the was telling that me Michael's ready to give like, you everything. He's worked through he's everything. Worked, he's working through everything. So now the ball was in your court yes. and you're just like, wait a second, the ball was I I already yeah. gave the ball to Michael. What's right. going on? Yeah. And he I was he was like, What do you want? And I said, I never want to stay because of the kids because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the worst reason to well, stay. You can stay be- for the kids as long as you're willing to still get healthy. Like that's what I tell mm-hmm. my couples. They're like, I don't want to stay for the kids. And I get that. Yeah. But if you're, the kids are your motivation to stay and change, yeah. use the kids as motivation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. But uh-huh. don't stay for the kids, the kids and, and, change and not get better. I yeah. see. Okay. And I said, but my parents have been married now almost 40 years and my grandparents were married for 60 some years. Like I've seen these, you know, beautiful families grow. And my dream was never to be a stepmom. It's never to have this happen to me, to have my family. And I said, but this is, this is it now. So do I, do I make it work? Cause I want my family together as a whole. Mm. And I said, I do. And like I said, during those months, he made these like positive changes Mm -hmm. even before everything came to light. Right. And I was like, you know how you break up with a boyfriend? You're like, why can't he be that boyfriend for me? Right. 
And I'm like, well, if he's already made these changes and mm-hmm. he's going to be this better person than I want to be with. You want to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you were clearly still there. Cause you know, I've worked with couples where it's like, yeah, there's that regret and that remorse, but they're over it. You know, the woman's still over it. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, cool. Like there's this acknowledgement. He's this better person, but I'm just over it. I'm mm-hmm. over him. And there was a part of you, a big part of you that just wasn't there. So you're right. recognizing you have a family, mm-hmm. he's changed and there's still love for him to stay and cultivate what could potentially be healthier, different and healthier. But I thought too, like, is it easier to leave? Mm. Because if I stay, I have to work through everything. Yes. How am I intimate with this person yes. again? How do I explain this? Because my parents had no idea still. Oh my wow. gosh. Only my closest friends. Uh-huh. And what was yeah. their support? Were they like, hey, we support whatever you decide? No, they were like, you need to go. Mm. Well, they didn't know for like two years. Like, you Vanessa, you kept that to yourself. Well, like I, I reached out because I never oh. wanted to tell people and I didn't want their opinion to have influence on me whether yeah. I stayed or went. Because sure. right away, the friends that I had sure. right. were like, go. Yeah, of course. And when I decided to stay, they're like, well, we don't support you. Oh, oh my gosh. So they shut me off, which I get. You don't want that annoying friend to be like going back and forth and crying mm-hmm. back with their boyfriend who keeps breaking up with their, mm-hmm. you know, treats her like crap. So there was like one friend who kind of like singled me out and then they kind of all just followed. Mm, So I was like, okay, well then those weren't my people and that's okay. Yeah. And then, um, the ultimatum I gave Michael Mm -hmm. was, okay, this is all still very new. We don't, the baby's not even born yet. We don't even know if it's yours. I can try and work it out with you. You've already, you know, done some changes, but I have to go really slow. Good. And this sounds really, really bad. But even if we do a test and it is yours later, um, I cannot be around the baby until we're okay completely. Mm, that doesn't sound bad. That sounds so healthy. Absolutely. But I think coming because my husband, his dad wasn't in the picture growing up to ask him to stay away. I think he didn't want to repeat the cycle of oh, the father not being there. Okay. So I said, so you have it. I'm going to throw it back into, right. into your court. You can be with me and we can take care of our family and we can get to a place where we can bring him in later. Mm. But as of right now, it's going to be no contact because I can't handle anything more. Like I knew like this is it for me until we get our shit together. Absolutely. And I think if people like taking a step back, I feel like if you're trying to, if Michael wants to make it work with you, but he's trying to bring his son into a situation where you're not okay, it's tumultuous, it's unhealthy, it's chaotic. And so that wouldn't have been proactive or healthy. Yeah. I didn't think it would be fair for us to bring another baby in. Yes. Exactly. And then kind of a little shade. I felt like, okay, well, homegirl knew what she was getting into. Right. I'm going to let her deal with it. Uh And she can figure it out later. Mm Because I don't think she cared. Like, um, no, it, it doesn't really sound like she cares. No, no. <laughs> I don't know her. You but. Know, I think she was like, either way, she kind of knew like, okay, this is, it is what it is. She wanted his baby. I think so. So this is <laughs> kind of like, can edit this out. <laughs> but, um, so my husband's black and I am Hispanic mm-hmm. and, um, I was never into, into black men uh, growing up or in, so, and he's very handsome. Mm-hmm. And he's even right. I thought that when I first met him. And it was funny because when he was hitting on me and stuff on, you know, Facebook and or MySpace and stuff, I'm like, thanks, but you're not really my time. <laughs> you're like, sorry, you're black. <laughs> well, culturally speaking, like my Latina friend was like, no, wasn't allowed growing up. Like you just didn't and do it that. Was kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I hate and, to put yeah. it out there, but that's what she told me. Yeah. And you just, that's just something I was like, okay, like that was fine. And then now I might have black babies. Yeah, they're and, so beautiful. You have beautiful yeah. babies. And I really feel like Kim Kardashian 
she made it okay. She like made it okay, and then you know, and the culture kind of made it a trend. And I really feel because I even get this when I'm at Target or whatever. They're like, "Oh, I want a mixed baby." <laughs> okay, it's not something you buy. At oh the my gosh, like an accessory. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like Kim Kardashian yeah. made the black man like you know whatever uh-huh. he wanted to have a mixed baby. So when I went on Twitter and I was looking at things, I would see tweets from her that were like, "Oh, I can't wait to have a mixed baby one day." So I was like, "Was oh, this planned? Premeditated?" Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, well, this is kind of what she wanted. Yeah. I'll let her deal with it. Mm. Oh, so she's she's also is she also she's Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I see. And she was yeah. post, so she was yeah. like, "Ah, yeah, yeah she wanted okay. his baby. Yeah. She's like, good looking man. Yes, I want his baby." Mm-hmm. Those are cute kids. It I sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I kept my husband around. I knew we'd have, but they're, they're very white. <laughs> so you have a very handsome black husband. It sounds exactly the same, Megan. Oh. <laughs> but that's why. I okay. Yeah. Mm. I stand corrected. Yeah. That's no, but I know what you meant. Yeah. So was she in the picture as you two? Well, clearly Michael chose. So he's like, well, yeah, we're going to figure it out and we'll okay. just do our thing and we'll see you later. Uh, so I didn't think he was going to come into the picture until he's like 16 has on the phone. Because uh, we had so much drama with baby mo- mama number one. Uh, and because she was going through her own things, I didn't really like take it like a personal attack. I just like she has her own stuff, whatever. Um, I was like, I can't go through that again. Mm-hmm, like yeah. we have so much crap going on. Let's let's heal. And then we can see about bringing him in later. Totally fair. So we did all the therapy, and then my family found out. And How did they find out? Did you disclose? I think we might... finally, like, sat down and talked okay. to them. Mm-hmm. And um, How my, was that response? My mom was, like, she was upset because we didn't tell them right away. Because I think as parents, you want to, like, protect your kids. And you yeah. want the best for your kids. And you want them to have all the good things. And my Michael was this, like, villain, horrible person. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he, and he did a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. So, um right away like my brother he was getting married and I was a bridesmaid so my daughters were the flower girls and um you know I get you want people that you love at that moment to be there and they're like well we don't want him to come and I I understood where they were coming from Mm -hmm. but I was like but we're a package deal. And I know that if I'm going to go into this, I have to do all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Because if I say, oh, it's okay to leave him out, everybody's going to think that. Mm-hmm. You, it sounds real quick. I just want to say, it sounds like you are so good with your boundaries Seriously. and your expectations. And you do such a really, you, you're, it's so powerful how you're able to communicate where you stand. And you, you are so strong in the fact that you give people the option. You never boss anyone around. You're never like, it's, you're very much like, this is what I need mm-hmm. and you can take it or leave it. And you can understand either way uh-huh. you're, that person has the option. So yeah. I just want to say, like, I think that that's pretty amazing. Thank you. I just yeah. try to be very fair. Cause like I said, I want people to treat me. Absolutely. How I would want to be, treated, or I try to treat them. And yeah. And I, I think people too, like even growing up, I always questioned a lot of things, whether it was like, Oh, like why do we say this prayer all the time? In church? Mm. Or yeah. Um, why does this person think like that? Well, did yeah. they ever think like this? Mm-hmm. Even when I was little and yeah. it almost gets treated as you're talking back or you being disrespectful. Right. No, but you're looking at it from a different perspective. But I'm, I'm critically thinking. Yes. And I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to like make sense. Of right. It. Right. So, and I think some people are so one track minded and right. they don't think of the whole picture. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I do this, it affects this mm-hmm. way, you know, whatever. So back then too, it was around Thanksgiving. It was like a year or two later. And I was like, well, I'm hosting Thanksgiving and he can't come. He said, okay, well then we're not coming. He needs to come. And because, like, even with 
and my parents. I'm so close to them, and mm. I love them, and they've been there through everything. Yeah. So, so right that must away, have been hard for you. Yeah, because to draw those like yeah. boundaries and be like, you know, everything that I'm giving up to. Of course. And then you're having to give that up because of something that he did. So that's yeah. hard. It's like unfair. Like, and you're, I know when you're, it's and almost you're like punished. a punish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then his friends didn't like um, what he decided to do because they were like, well, you have someone pregnant. You're just going to leave your baby. Oh. He's okay. like, well, I have a whole family I have to think about. And we both made that decision when we got together. And I'm going to figure it out later. So he lost all his friends too. Mm. So we only had each other. Wow. And um, we had the babies and we're still trying to navigate. Absolutely. Everything. everything. Uh-huh. And just um, going to therapy, mm-hmm. having coworkers that turned into like best friends. Mm. And then his mom and his grandma were on, you know, my side and they were like really disappointed. And then they were there a lot too. And they were mm. trying to hold him up to what he should have been. And, mm. So, um, did you notice during this time, uh, more emotional intimacy between you and Michael with all the therapy? I mean, even though there was crap going on and things happening in the future that you knew were happening as far as, you know, baby being born and things Mm -hmm. like that, but the therapy and you and Michael going through this and losing, um, forms of support and, you know, how was the intimacy I don't mean, I just mean like emotionally your guys' bond. Tell me yeah, about that. Yeah, there was um, times where I was like, I want to read every text message. Uh-huh. Of course. And I did. Uh-huh. And I probably shouldn't have. And uh-huh. those are still like burned in the <laughs> Did the therapist tell you that? Um, this was like right before therapy. Oh, actually. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. it's okay. Get it all out. I know. Yeah. Well, and honestly, sometimes with my couples, I will, you know, encourage certain, there's certain parameters, even within that behavior that otherwise they'd be like, oh, that's crazy. I don't want to have to do that. Well, yeah, now you're in the position where you have to do that. So let's do it within healthy parameters. So you're not reading all the texts, but yeah. you're asking questions that you otherwise wouldn't, or, you but know, you're, you're saying if someone's curious to do it, absolutely. To- Check it out and, and, sh- and kind of like shut that up. Yeah, like if there's nothing, there's right. nothing. And if there's something, there's something. And But there is such, I mean, it's something that I would do in therapy. Right. right. And right. so it's a very fine line. Okay. It's such no, a fine line. His line. It was like, yeah, a shit show, a yeah. lot to unpack. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wait. But at what point was this very fresh? Cause they weren't even in therapy. Yeah. This was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't, Sorry, I wouldn't yeah. bouncing. No, 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 it's okay. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. No, it's okay. And yeah. then going to therapy, the he had us do exercises at home. Some of them were like really corny, but they worked. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, hold hands at night in the dark and just take twenty minutes. It's corny. Mm-hmm. That's funny because that's what I tell my clients. I'm like, you're gonna hate this. It's gonna sound really dumb, but you're gonna do it. <laughs> or you know, plan like a twenty minute like date to go get coffee. You know, go do this. Go talk about things and. I think just only having him and him only having me and to bond and the exercises and the therapy and just, um, to, I think as mom and as like a female, we take on a lot, like as moms, as working, as doing all the things at home. Absolutely. So giving him some of that responsibility too. Um, so yeah. And then eventually people just came around like, if they love us, then they'll come Mm -hmm. around and they'll be in our life. And we got to, they're grieving too. Mm -hmm. And they don't get it. Mm -hmm. My mom married my dad and they're met when they were 15, 16, they're each other's first everything. Mm -hmm. So anytime we went through breakups or, you know, they didn't really understand or. Right. They were never in that position. It's hard to empathize or. Yeah. When someone hasn't 
gone through that. And, you know, people, you know, they don't understand because they're not in it. And my mm-hmm. thing was, okay, people can tell me what they think I should do, but at the end of the day, I have to live with this. Mm-hmm. So it was really, it was really hard at first, but it felt like, okay, things are getting better. And then he wanted to get married right away. And I was like, no, like you have so much to work on and we need to make sure so it wasn't until a couple of years later where we felt like, okay, we're ready to get married. Like you've changed, I've changed. So you like, even I grew. Years. Yeah. Yeah. And like the therapist would call me out on my stuff mm-hmm. and he's like, no, no, no. Like you can't be like that. <laughs> I knew that if we worked it out, I can never throw this back in his face. Right. Anytime we have an argument, I can't be like, oh, well, well you, you did it. Yeah. 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 And it's funny. I'll bring up something later. Yeah. Um, that just recently happened. Okay, good. I'm going to make it out. <laughs> and, um. So, yeah, and I remember my dad, right before he walked me down the aisle, he's like, are you sure this is what you want to do? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. Like, I knew. I was like, yeah. You did all the hard work. Yeah. So, he's like, okay. So, yeah, he walked me down the aisle. And there's things that my dad will still kind of, he's not a very, like, confrontational person. But he'll um, he'll kind of say things under his breath. I'm like, you can't say that. Mm. Or you can't come around here and be like that. Mm. And I know it's just because that's his way of showing he loves me and he wants to protect me. Of and he course. wants all the best things for me. Absolutely. But part of being a parent too, and this is off topic, but is essentially trusting that you've raised your children enough to make decisions mm-hmm. that are going to benefit them. Mm-hmm. You know? So good for your dad for letting that go and good for you. I mean, you're so strong. I know. I'm I just know. like blown away by you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I heard your story, I was just like, I think it came up because you asked what I did. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I specialize in couples and infidelity. And you were like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love telling it in person to people for the first time, especially like I said, the people that are like, yeah. Cause I just like to watch their reaction because their, their face fades from judgy to like, oh my God. I was not judgy. This face? So that's a professional, like, not. Oh. <laughs> no, I just, yeah. I just think that people, I mean, I just feel like things happen mm-hmm. and life is not always pretty or mm-hmm. easy or black or white. And it's, easy to how you said like and how we talked about it's easy to say what you would do or what you think you would do Mm -hmm. in a situation but until you're in it you don't you don't know absolutely and especially when there's love there there's family there Mm -hmm. there I don't know it's just hard I do have a question though yeah infidelity did it go did it go did it did either one of your parents, whatever you're comfortable sharing, mm-hmm. I know you said his dad was not present, but do you know mm-hmm. if infidelity was a factor in either re- grand, uh, parent relationship? No, no, not with my family. Okay. And then, um, no, I don't think it was a factor in his dad. Got it. It was other, other issues that mm-hmm. they had. Okay. And then, um, I just, I don't know. I think he was just trying to find himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a lot. You guys got wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It was right? like, mm-hmm. yeah insane and absolutely a year and a day like you said your whole world's changed mm-hmm. and trying to adapt to that and individualize and figure out your identity mm-hmm. blown away blown away so we got married okay and then um a couple years later um we got back from a trip because this is uh during that time we he did the paternity test because there was child support involved oh, okay and we found we find out it's his and then, so he's making his payments, doing all the, you know, and we're staying away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get back from a trip and there's papers served in the mailbox again. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and um, nothing bad. She was just take, she was going to court to change because she had given the baby our last name. 
Oh. And she was, he was going to start school because he was four, four years old. Mm. And she was going to change his last name because she's like, well, if he's going to learn his name. And I get it. Dad's mm-hmm. not in the picture. Why, mm-hmm. why is he having dad's last name? And I was like, so what do you think about that? He's like, oh, nothing. Mom, that's fine. I'm like, what do you think? We're ready? He's like, what? I was like, I think, oh. I think we're, we're, we're okay. Like, do you think we're ready to like bring him into our family? So it was you who brought it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he was. He didn't he want to go there. Yeah. 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 True. 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 So he's like, Lord, like, are you okay? Like, do you? So we had a conversation. I was like, no, I think, I think it's time, but these are our boundaries. Good. And this is how it's going to be. And he was like, okay. Cause I think with the first one, there was a lot of, you know, chit chat from this side of how he was going to raise that son. But I think with co-parenting families, they don't take into consideration that whatever you decide, like, I know I'm just the bonus and that's your guys's kid, but whatever you guys decide, it pours into this household uh-huh. and you're not looking at whole picture. Mm-hmm. And I need everybody, like, I know you don't care about what's going on in this house, mm-hmm. but I was very involved, even though my husband was doing all the communicating and most of the work. You were his teammate. I'm like, you have to communicate this and this is a boundary. No, we're not doing that. Yes, we are doing that because I needed my household to run a certain way mm-hmm. because absolutely like the matriarchs of our household. Yes. Okay. And now that it runs that way, mm-hmm. I can step back and he's pretty much got it now, but he would have to run things by me because they just don't think like moms think in mm-hmm. all the different ways. So by then we kind of had that down. So um, those were already in place. So he went to court and she was pretty much like, oh yeah, like I don't want to be drama. I just want, if he wants to be in his life now, that'd be great. We'll keep the last name. And um, he started doing that step up program. He did the visitation. And at first I was like really nervous. I was like, oh, like this is someone who you legit had an affair with mm-hmm. and you're going to like, we have to communicate with this person and yeah. see this person. Yeah. Um, and now he just turned 10. Aww. So, um, it was a big secret at first, like my immediate family knew. Uh huh. And then, you know, my, my kids, cause they're so, I felt so bad. Like the first time he came over to our house, um, my girls got home from school Mm-hmm. And they're like, who's that? And we're like, that's your brother. And they're like, oh, yeah, but now that they're saying brothers can be Oh, my gosh. I love it. I cried. Like, I kept them from from him for so long. But you did it. It's a bittersweet. And I I don't think that's what people realize. What other option did you have? You kept them from him for a very healthy reason. So, yeah, you did. But the motivation was pure and healthy. You know? And there was... Yeah. Times where we go like to a family's house or a friend's house, we're like, "Oh, well, my brother's so and so." They look at me. Oh, there's another one, and oh. then you have yeah. surprise. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, let me tell you." Yeah. And sometimes on your story is exhausting. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But I, I do love it. But it's just like, and then of course, I mean, we've been talking about this. It just, it just takes a while to get there. Yeah. And I want to be truthful and honest. And it's never to be like, "Oh, I don't want you to judge me," but I just want you to see my side. Like, I want you to understand to see it for what it is. It's mm-hmm. easy sometimes to get certain highlights about things and that's not always an accurate portrayal of what what happened yeah so my co-workers and stuff didn't know all my closest ones did but not I had moved from a regular floor to the ICU so then they didn't know and then we wanted to wait until we went through the court 
and he got like physical and joint custody to like announce it to mm-hmm. everybody. And mm-hmm. I feel like with social media, like that's what we do now. Like mm-hmm. we, we announce that's, everything yeah. on there. And it's just the easiest form of talking to people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you're COVID right. It happened and the courts got shut down. Oh. So I was like, can you just ask her if we could just have them on the same schedule? We have the other one. So it's easier. Cause then we got four kids in three different school districts. Yeah. Going to three different schools. And, he, and luckily, like, it's kind of weird because she was, like, the most drama from the get-go for how everything happened. Of course. But she's been the least amount of drama. Oh. I don't communicate with her at all. Uh-huh. She doesn't acknowledge me. Ugh. But I'm okay with it. Like, I don't need you to acknowledge me. I don't need you to validate anything. And I don't know. Maybe she feels embarrassed. Maybe she feels like she's better because she's like, ah, I got, you know. Mm. I doubt it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. I mean. Like, I don't see it. It's not happening. Yeah. I but it's been fine, and they communicate, and they co-parent, and there's been times I'm like, oh, let me see a text message. Yeah. Everything's been, everything's been honest, and everything's been fine, knock on wood, yeah. so far. So, um, so yeah, now he's 10, and then during COVID, it was his birthday, and I was, I always post kid, pictures of all the kids on their birthday and everything we did the past year with just photos of them, whether it's the snow or the beach or whatever. And I was like, I want to post him because he's always just been like the random kid. I would kind of slide him into pictures. Yeah, do like a test. Yeah. And he looks more Hispanic than anything. Oh he has straight gosh. hair. Oh my gosh. And he's not as like tan and brown as my other kids. Uh huh. So, um, is my but the baby, she's also like, she's really Hispanic. Yeah. Okay. But it's just funny because she doesn't look anything like my husband. He looks like you. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like me. So when I, I was like, I want to post him. And my husband's like, do whatever you want to do. And I was yeah. like, okay, you don't care. So I had made, I'll have to send it to you. I would, I would love to reshare that. I made a post. I read it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, obs- didn't I? I yeah. Mean, I was obsessed. I think no, so. Go ahead. Talk about it. Cause it's amazing. I made a post and I kind of just put a little paragraph. Like we, you know, we've been privately and professionally like dealing with this, but we're so proud to like live our truth. And this is our youngest. And um, like happy birthday, and we're so glad like you're here with us. Mm, I'm gonna cry over here. Oh my gosh! And I had like you know all the photos that we've had of him over the years, and there's like 60 comments on that on that thing. Ugh. And because he looks Hispanic, I went to work, and one of the guys I work with was like, "We didn't know you had a baby." And I was so like, wrong. "Yeah, you're like I didn't surrogate. Yeah, surrogate. Oh, oh." Oh, because he looks like your baby. He looks oh like you go on there and edit the photo to edit, not my biological yeah. son. So it's my husband. They thought it was I was the one that had stepped oh. out and had it. So that, that is, is kind of funny. Yeah, and then um, people. I had people from high school that were like messaging me, and they're like, "What did you do? Like, how are you doing it?" Because I found out my husband's having an affair. Oh my gosh! So looking for looking, looking to you to as me. a resource, and I'm like. Yeah. I don't know because he did, he had to do the work himself. Right. You and just had to make the choice because you were willing to walk away yeah. when you thought I can't be with someone like, you know, we have two kids. I just started working. I'm, you know, you weren't willing to stay for, you weren't willing to stay for things to be how they were. No. You stayed because you already saw and he was the work making and making the yeah. a big progress before anything hit her had even come out. Yeah. Which I'm so grateful because you all you were already starting to see things, mm-hmm. you know. So you kind of already knew that there was a shift the right yeah. way. Yeah, so true. So I could, but I could see how it could be hard for you to tell other people because it sounds like every situation is so unique, mm-hmm. and there are different factors with everybody. 
Yeah, and I have to <sighs> tell them, you know, and even though I feel like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't me, and I, you know, it, this is a you issue. Mm-hmm. You know, if would it have been my fault if I was nagging him? If I was, you know, you know, there's mm-hmm. just you do tend to blame yourself for certain things. So, you know, people were hitting me up and people were just, we had taken family photos because there's nothing else to do during COVID, but like yeah. be home and make Take bread. family photos. Yeah. yeah. So we'll learn how to make bread. We, had, we didn't have any family photos with him. Mm-hmm. And so we went to the park and we got really dressed up and we took photos. And, um, right after his birthday picture, I had couple few weeks later when we took our pictures I posted it and they said allow us to reintroduce myself like Jay-Z voice <laughs> I love that I told you you love her I do I totally do <laughs> and um so yeah so now everybody knows about him and well one of my coworkers came to our house where we had a housewarming party last night and she's like that one I was like oh we never talk about him we always talk about the other one and she's like and I've known him for years so mm-hmm. like it's so when it comes up this is like a coworker that was really coming to the oh, house okay. for the first time, but we have that picture yeah. on a canvas and it's hung up and stuff. So she's like, who's that one? She's like, who's that one? I was like, oh, you don't know about this. <laughs> so yeah. when, I, when I meet people and I generally like them and I get comfortable with yeah. them, I just send them. I'm like, I'm just going to send you this post. That's yeah. what you did for me. So and, that's, and that's what I do because it, it's all on there. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, okay, now I need the details. Yeah. The what details. happened? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, um, 10 years. Yeah. It doesn't, it gets easier, but then there's always still that always back of my mind. I had a dream one time that something else happened. Oh. I was like, I wasted 10 years. Oh, and no. you, you know, we tried and some people were like, is it easier to stay? Is it easier to go? And I was like, I don't know. Cause I could have went and then started all over and who knows if, you know, I would have been happy. If I found but see, somebody. this is the thing. Once there's betrayal in a relationship, you are never the same person. There mm-hmm. is that betrayal that is there. There's pain and trauma that unfortunately now you have sitting in your body in some space and you carry it with you forever. So in theory, it's like we say, okay, yeah, is it easier to move on? But guess what you're taking with you? Mm-hmm. And yep. maybe that person hasn't wounded you or betrayed you, but you know what? It's always going to be in your body. Mm-hmm. That trauma, mm-hmm. that the betrayal. betrayal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, once that's been done to you, there is no easy decision. Mm. Whether you stay or you go, both of those are hard. And it's unfortunate that you've been put in that dis- situation and you have to make that decision, mm-hmm. but there's no easy. That's a misconception once there's betrayal, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've come to the point now towards, I mean, we have other issues, you know, there's a regular marriage issues. Sure. Like, hey, I told you to empty. Seriously, why are your clothes on the floor right next to the Why am I telling you? Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, it's just a funny story I wanted to yes. get to. Yes. So we just purchased a home. About Congratulations. 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 Beautiful. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a beautiful home. And um, we're in a gated area, so we need gate clickers and nice. stuff. Nice. And the HOA, you know, they're not great. So <laughs> and then there's a community Facebook page. So somebody had posted on that that they are just ordering them off Amazon and that they're programming them for um oh, the clickers. Oh, the the clicker. clickers. Okay. Yeah. And I told my husband, oh, go hit up this person. We'll get one faster through them. And he's like, okay. Hits him up. Oh, okay, he's going to come over. It's the 4th of July. My parents are over. My brothers are over. And he's like, he's going to come over today to bring us the clicker. I said, okay, let me know. Zell, cash, whatever. It was my high school ex-boyfriend. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I love this. My first everything. Oh, okay. my gosh. Who lives around the block. He doesn't have social media. You know, once a writer, you get bored. Like, oh, my God, this person is Yeah. Here. 
and um, who lives around the block, who brought us the clicker. And um, my parents were there, so they're like, oh, how's your mom doing? You know, you oh, took like, prom, you had a homecoming. And it wasn't weird for me. It was just like, okay, whatever. And, um, but my husband got a little bit jealous. Oh my yes. gosh, how That's funny. the best. And I was, I wanted to tell him, you're not allowed to be jealous. Yeah. But, and he was like, really? And I was like, Michael, like, you know, there's nothing there. And this mm -hmm. was like 20 some years yeah. ago. Um, and I'm dealing with two baby mamas on a weekly basis. Oh, I'm not trying to bring a baby daddy in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was just, it was just funny. Oh my it's, God. It's something Felt a little up. validating though, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, okay, yeah, maybe you should have. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I love um, that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. And you just, I don't know, just try and take one step at a time. And there's still issues that come up. With my first step since mom, there was like no contact between me and her. And it didn't happen until... Um, I had to take him to the emergency room Oh, and my husband was out in LA doing something for work on a Friday evening mm. and coming back, that traffic was, so we had to sit in an emergency room for eight hours together. Oh, And that was finally where I got to have like a heart to heart and be like, I'm not trying to be mom. You're, you will always be his mom and I'm just the bonus and I'm here to help. So there's times where she'll communicate more with me because women just get It's time. easier. Yeah. More efficient. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then there's times where, you know, she'll communicate if something's happening at school or whatever, or peer teacher stuff, she'll contact my husband. And there's times we've gone on um, a field trip together Aww. and there's um, times where she's like, Oh, they're having a like mother's day brunch. If you want to come, I'm like, I'll go if you can go. I don't want him to be by himself. And she's like, no, I'm I was like, this is your time. Like you should go and spend that with just you. So I think too, some stepmoms overstep and they don't oh. give that. So it's just finding that balancing, Yeah, you know, and there's things I have to be careful for too. Like, you, you know, still don't trust her. Right. You know, I don't trust the other one a hundred percent. I have mm -hmm. to trust my husband. Mm -hmm. Right. But I have to also make sure that he knows. And I don't think he realized it until a couple weeks ago we were watching Selling Sunset or one of those reality shows. Yeah. And he's, kind of, he's like, I'm not watching it. Because yeah. He's watching, watching it. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like, women are crazy. And I was you're like, like, I hello. told you. It took you a reality show in 10 years for me to tell you. <laughs> we are always 10 steps ahead of you. Because watching one person talk to this person. Oh, yeah. And then talk to this person. Snakes. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we are. So not all, not all. No, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm kidding. No, but yeah. Oh. But no, and we can recognize it. And mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I'm sure. Well, now you're more women, hyper aware than anything. The women listening. I mean, there are some women that you meet that you're just like, oh, I don't know about you. And not I don't like feeling, alone. you know, huh? not leaving you alone with my husband. Yeah. Like yeah. one of those thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Andrew, get over here. <laughs> you're not allowed to play over there. You know? <laughs> I want um, to know though when you're triggered now when you oh. do because that's a thing. You said that in such a happy voice. <laughs> I thought she was going to ask like a really positive question because I have a positive question. Oh, you do? I, I do, but I'll okay. ask you, you after know, after this we'll after that. this psycho's question. I want to know what what triggers I you now. Vanessa, tell us what sent you through the roof. What <laughs> and how do you manage that? You know, because that's the thing with betrayal is people want to say you, you know you heal from betrayal, but you're not ever it's not ever you know you don't get rid of it so mm, i want to yeah. know what triggers you and how you manage that yes good question so say whether, it's sadder next time whether yes. it's <laughs> whether it's healthy or not like you know he works from home he has a small like website business okay. that he does and um so he, he works a lot on phone calls and via zoom not really in person 
that he'll go to the garage for a phone call. And I'm like, who are you talking to? Yeah. And he'll say, like, a girl's and I'm like, well, who's that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, we can talk in the house. Mm. And he's like, well, the kids are in the house and I need to be quiet. I'm like, okay. So it's like things like that. Yeah. Where, and I'm asking questions. Absolutely. And, um, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I want to see a text message. Or, and it doesn't have, it's very far in between, mm-hmm. like once a year. But when you feel year. like you need to, and you I ask, ask him whether that's healthy or not, I don't know. But it's very healthy. <laughs> but then, well, and then he um, complies. He complies, yeah. Because he wants, he wants, you to feel to at ease him. and and there's nothing going on, so he has nothing to hide. Yeah. So it's and I think good. he understands like you know this of is course. my trauma and this is yeah you know I knew what apartment it was. So driving on the ten yes freeway towards LA past I, sometimes I wouldn't even look oh. over the, over that way. Yeah. Well, I, that's what yeah we say drive the other way like when there are those triggers because mm-hmm. you are forever changed. Those but things. I'm like I want to like desensitize yourself yeah. I'm like, you want to be able to rip it, it yeah. and it's not gonna yeah. have the same effect and he knows that and there's times we pass there he's like grabbing my hand oh like, these are triggers you know um Good. so yeah there's just so much work that it goes sounds, into it i feel like it's forever. easier to sometimes leave than it would be to go and like have to live through it because day. that's forever like that's what people don't realize when you're choosing to stay with somebody who's betrayed you, you will forever be triggered. It's just, they're usually lesser and further in between. And so it doesn't go away. It sounds like he has been so mindful of you. Um, and basically what he's put you through, but that just seems very healing, you know, in its own to reach for your hand, like knowing, probably knowing that that's coming up and, um, just being there for you. And I would imagine, and Megan probably knows, and you probably know, mm-hmm. I would imagine that would do wonders for the healing of the relationship. That's the number one predictor of overcoming infidelity is the betrayer's willingness to be vulnerable, transparent, honest, and make the changes. It's not anything Vanessa would have done. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell people. Which makes true. Me. They're like, what did you do? I'm like, it's not me. It has to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That is the number one indicator of success. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. I do have one more serious question before we go to your happy. You talked about, um, you considered, okay, it's going to be hard to be intimate with this person again. Mm -hmm. How was intimacy and not just sex, right? People think when I say intimacy or think of intimacy and they think penetration. Nope. (laughs) Is there anything else? (laughs) (laughs) Just depends who you ask, you know, (laughs) but building intimacy because it's so vulnerable to be able to be in to be naked or to hold hands or to right. even hug and right. share vulnerable topics. So that experience for you, how did you, how did you rebuild that? Well, I'm not a very affectionate person to begin with. Um, in my immediate family, cause there's three boys after me. I grew up the only girl on my street, the only girl in the house. Um, so we grew up watching Jurassic Park and Batman playing Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm obsessed with like, I have a T-Rex like jar in my so cute. <laughs> but, um, so I didn't grow up with like that type of like physical affection. Like my brothers would come and do like a WWE move and like, you know, choke slam them. And we don't even say I love you. It's, I could probably count the times that I mean, my parents, like I know it's there and they say it to my kids and I say it to my kids. But it's just funny. Like we don't say it. it's like almost awkward. Mm, <laughs> oh my gosh. But we're it's not, so natural. Close. not natural. And I said, yeah. like, like, I'll say it back, but I never say it first. Mm, right? oh. I know. I'm just, Weird like I love you, Vanessa. Yes. <laughs> she's like, huh? she's like, she's like, yeah, this is so nice. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's like, oh, um, you do? 
But so I'm not affectionate anyways. Um, and I'm kind of like, I have to like tone it down because my affection is like being mean and like, like teasing. Yes. Yes. That tough love. Cause that's what I grew up with. Yeah. And even my husband, he's like, Oh, you're not affectionate. I'm like, sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I but, like smack my yeah. husband in the You're like, I could, put you, I could put you in a headlock and you know, <laughs> do a that's WWF wrestling move from the top rope. So I have to remind myself even just at baseline. Like, yes. Oh, should I give him a kiss? Because or, he probably wants that. He wants He's, that. Yes. And I don't want him looking for anybody. Like, right. Or else. So you have yeah. to be more intentional. Or, yeah. And then just like, just intimacy, like from all of that is like, it was hard at first. So there was exercises that the therapist gave Good. us. There was like um, lead building you up to that, right? Yeah, the sex. I was okay. like, I don't even want to touch no. you. I don't want to kiss you, and I don't want to do things with you. Um, and still, those things will trigger, or like a face will pop into my head. Yeah. Like, did you do this with this person? Aww. Exactly. Yeah. Do that with that person. Yeah. And, yes. You know, obviously, he has a type. Um, he likes those pretty Hispanic women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, the first one, she's she's a beautiful girl. No, she's not. It's just <laughs> <laughs> nice body. Kidding, edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so it's and do I look enough? Am I am I doing all this? and I not just for him, I want to And I know you guys are listening. This is a podcast, Thank you. but Vanessa is gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful. Gorgeous. I'm like looking at your skin. It looks so I'm like, can we do a podcast about her skincare routine next <laughs> it's time? All it's it's amazing. <laughs> well, it's amazing. She's you are you are absolutely Gorgeous, beautiful. That's how you know it's not. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, I just want to be the best version of myself. Right. Like physically, I want to be healthy. I want to look great. I want to feel great. You do. You do. So yeah, it's just finding that balance between everything. Right. That's a piece where you feel good about yourself. And I tell people because you know I work for my the hospital I work at is a Christian like institution, and I love that we pray every morning. But like mm-hmm. I said, I grew up Catholic. You grew up Christian. It's an SDA hospital. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm not, I don't go to church. I don't, I don't practice. And I just believe in like being a good person at the end of the day. I feel like as long as you're giving out into the world what you want, like then good things will happen for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can I ask my happy question? I'm waiting for it, girl. What is your favorite part? We've heard your story. It is such an inspiration. You are an inspiration. Your husband is an inspiration your family. There's a question here. Sorry. I'm just getting <laughs> validating. So, it is just so amazing. And the strength, the strength, the bravery, the fact that you've been so vulnerable, you, you haven't been afraid to go there. You have been firm and fair with your boundaries, oh. with close people that you love all of these things. Um, I feel like it's rare. I think for me to meet someone that has so many of these traits and strengths and so first of all I just want to like acknowledge that like listening to your story is just so powerful and so amazing but I want to ask you let's say you're putting your head on your pillow at the end of the day what's been your favorite thing about working things out with your husband now my favorite thing is just like those small little times we have together, whether it's just with him or it's with all of us together. Um, we went to Disney world last year and, um, it was funny because American airlines canceled our flight four hours before our trip. Oh no. Listen to what this girl did. She's amazing. 
Here, Livermore. Okay. We, uh, the council, like, we had everything ready. We, we booked everything. We had all of our reservations. We had to book all the restaurants and stuff, like, months ahead of time. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. And um, it was a Christmas gift, and we went in June. And they canceled our flight. And I tried to get other flights. I'm like, oh, well, Spirit Frontier, just give me the awkward <laughs> Vegas and fly out. I don't care. We know you love Vegas. Yeah. You're like, kids, change of plans. Yeah. Kids love Vegas, too. Yeah. Um, so we were going to go, but they couldn't guarantee that we'd be there. This is on Friday. And everything started Monday. Oh, okay. And I told well, we have to drive, Michael. Like, there's no other choice. Mm. He's like, what? And I'm like, I'm going to, like, we're going to go in a car. Oh, and he was like, okay. Like, he just does whatever. You have good sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. Justin. Um, yeah. And we drove 37 hours straight and we took turns driving and we got there and we made our trip happen. Aww. And I just told the kids, if you ask me for there one time, like we're turning around and going home. And they were so <laughs> dead silent. In the yeah. <laughs> they don't even be afraid to breathe. Yeah. So the flight was supposed to be at night so they can sleep and we can wake up and like start our day. So mm. we left like here like 11 o'clock at night and we got there Sunday around 1230. Wow. And then my friend who went through almost the same thing, she was meeting us from Texas and she's like a single mom with two kids. I'm like, we have to meet her out there. We can't leave her by her. Like we have to go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, and it's funny because they went in their pajamas, and then all the toothbrushes were packed off the bottom of the van, and I was like, well, I guess we're not brushing. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll brush it, we'll, yeah, we'll brush yeah. it at the happiest place on earth. Yeah. <laughs> but we got there, and we went on the Avatar ride, which is Michael's, like, favorite film ever, and you're strapped in, so you can't take photos or, like, anything, and I was kind of happy I, I didn't have that with me because I was just watching them, and mm-hmm. in their awe, like, we're all together. Yeah. We're at the happiest place on earth. Yes. And we're doing this thing like together as yeah. a family. Oh and God. did you yeah. made this happen? Yeah. Did you have that thought though? Like, do you ever it was like that mental picture, the mental of, snapshot? This is what I have because right. I decided to stay. Yeah, and we, we worked so hard. And like last and it's almost like metaphorical because you made it to the happiest place on earth. Your flight got canceled. There was <laughs> like literally happened. everything against you. You yeah. went the hard way mm-hmm. and there was a lot of work and a lot of hours and a lot of kids I'm sure, in that car, <laughs> but you made it. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And got to enjoy. I mean, it's just like wow. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the little moments like that. And sometimes the boys, they can't go with us on all their trips because the youngest one, he's in football. So he didn't go with us on Labor Day weekend or um, sometimes the moms aren't comfortable if we go out of the country. Mm. Um, and I get, it's like a week at a time or 10 days. Like I get right. mm-hmm. So, um, we try to, like I say, just co-parent the best. Mm-hmm. I have an iPhone and they have iPhones. So oh, like, perfect. if you want to FaceTime, yes. you want to, you know, yeah. just like I said, having those banners, making everybody comfortable. And I want everyone to be involved. And one of the things I've struggled with, I never want the boys to feel left out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but there was times where I was holding my own girls back because, we're waiting for the boys to come over. Oh, finding that balance. Oh, I see. Still you living your life and without. Like we don't have to do every. They do a lot. Their moms are great moms, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of things with them too. And they're like they're having a party every weekend because one weekend they're with mom doing mm-hmm. this, and next weekend they're with us doing right. This. Go live your life with your girls. It's like it's okay. We can do things without them. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is Michael very good about loving all four children equally, regardless of? Is he good at loving all four children equally? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think so. I think there's kids. I mean, you asked me mm-hmm. which kid would you want to spend the day with, and I'm gonna pick the youngest, like the boy, because <laughs> yeah. he's so easygoing. Yes. He's no drama. He's actually really quiet. He's just kind of like dry. Like my yeah. husband's really dry. <laughs> 
And I'm that like, you're so easy cute. maintenance. I'm like, let's get in the car, but like, you can go with me because yeah. the girls are very emotional. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and I'm the only girl, so like having two girls together, it was like a lot. A lot. Yeah. Do you feel like it was hard for you to love the boys in a way that did not reflect how they came into the world? With Miles, um, Miles is the oldest. The oldest one. Yeah, okay. sorry, we had never seen the same. Yeah. No, I wasn't sure if you were comfortable. No, no, yeah, okay. that's okay. It was, it was easier because he was a baby, mm-hmm. so I got to like love on him. Good. And, like, he was such a chubby baby. Yeah. Those were my favorite. Yeah, and they're nice. He was, he was so good. So I feel like I got to bond with him a lot sooner. Um, he actually started calling me mom because mom was what the girls would call me. And then when his mom found out, of course, she got kind of sure. upset. Sure, sure. And I'm like, I've never made him call me that, yeah. but I don't want him to feel like you I want him to call can't. me whatever he's comfortable right, with. Right. So he tells me by my first name, which is fine. I think she's kind of like trained him to do that. Mm. Um, I'm like, as long as it's not disrespectful, you can call me whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah, I bonded with him a lot more. Okay. And with Isaiah, too, he's not really affectionate. So we kind of like, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. So um, yeah, it's just. I think I just bonded more with Miles because he came on sooner. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the love that you have. Yeah. And then I forgot to mention with Isaiah when he first Youngest came. Youngest boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though the court order, like the step-up program says he can start spending the night. I'm like, Michael, we have to get, we took four years to bring him into oh. our home. He's adjusting too. We need to give him time and space. If he's not ready to spend the night or he's ready to go home, we have to be okay with that. Yeah. So he was like, I'm coming into this house mm-hmm. with these kids, crazy kids running around. And who he, have like developed said, relationships. Yeah. So it took him a while to address. So I was like, he also needs the time to address mm-hmm. to us. Yes. Oh, and then side note. <laughs> yes. Side Split note. for the mm-hmm. side note. Side note. Uh-huh. One of Michael's friends that didn't talk to him anymore. Oh. He had a baby with her too. Good Lord. Yeah. I'm like, do you guys see each other at drop off? right like give each other like a little high five like wow i'm like this area is way too small it is it was just it's just funny wow yeah so she just recently had another baby i think this is with another one of my friends no No. (laughs) i think it's someone else but um so three yeah oh wow but Michael has three because people will hear they're like oh three baby dads i'm like Michael has three baby moms right yeah you're quick to come back with them (laughs) So it's like, you can't really judge her all that much, but she's trying to figure it out. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, if I would, she was sitting in front of me and say, you're trying to figure it out. Let's figure it out in a healthier way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I'm 38 now and we had the conversation when I was 35. I was like, this is a geriatric pregnancy right. after 35. And I, my unit also takes care of high risk OB. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm like, do you know how blessed and lucky we are that our kids are healthy? Yeah. And I don't want to go through something and I I'm so lucky to never have miscarried. Um, and then, you know, you see so many things out there now and kids are sick and, or they're not healthy. True. You want to, I said, I don't want to try anymore. I thought maybe I would want a son. I said, but I I have the boys. Mm -hmm. So I get to do, and my oldest daughter, she's kind of a tomboy. (laughs) So I get to do all those fun Marvel Batman. Yeah. T-Rex stuff. With them, still. Yes, they're yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Now yeah. that they're getting older, I kind of grew out of it. I know. So I was like, uh-huh. I get to bond with them, and I get to buy the boy clothes. Still. Yes. So anytime yes. I, um, my friends have like boys, and they're like, you know, what's he laying having? Oh, she's having a girl. Oh, cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's having a girl. That's the one who does 
not do any of my facial stuff ever. Oh. <laughs> She's great too. I know she does mine. Um, <laughs> I love what you got. Oh, so, I love yeah. that. I love that. This Minus. was, I want to know uh-huh. advice that you would give our listeners going through something similar. What would you tell them? I would tell them, um, you know, kind of like look back at yourself and is there anything that you need to work on? Sometimes it has nothing to do with you and you can be the best partner, mm-hmm. girlfriend, wife out there and you can be doing all the things and it's, it has them, it's finding themselves or their loss or maybe they're just an asshole and they want to do what they want to do and they just don't want to get caught and the more they get caught, the better they're good at hiding it. So oh. you just... Um, you need to make sure at the end of the day that you're taking care of yourself and that you're filling your cup. And I've had to learn to do that. And I think this experience, as well as being a nurse and dealing with what I do with on the daily has really taught me to like find my voice mm-hmm. and to take breaks when I need to, to take care of myself. Like today, did I work out today? I even feel better. After. Yeah. Nobody wants to work out, but mm-hmm. I feel better after I do. I'm eating the right foods. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, you know, are we having a date night here and there? Am I going to the nail salon? Am I hanging out with my friend? Mm-hmm. Am I doing all the things? Because you can pour into your family all day long, oh. but you can't pour into them unless you take care of yourself. Absolutely. Right? Can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And then they say, you have to be okay. Like you said, when I go to sleep at night, mm-hmm. I am so happy with the choices that I've made God. and the person that I am. I can go to bed and sleep. Absolutely. Fine because I know that I'm doing the right thing for me and for your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Choosing to stay like doesn't it. make you a dummy. No. Sometimes it feels that way. Like, I feel like people, you know, you hear it and then they've never been through it. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can say that with certainty. If somebody is giving you that feedback, they've never been through that. Mm-hmm. But it, then once I, I say the thing, things, they're like, like, I was right. It happened to me. And then they're like, psych, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just exactly. kidding. They're like, mm-hmm. insert that in mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, I think that, that, that stigma comes from just thinking there's no chance at happiness if that happens. Right. And that's not true. No. So if they see a very healthy, beautiful family, they would probably not associate certain things that happened to you guys, but that was your reality. That was part of your story and you guys are happy and you're thriving and everything. So I feel like it, yeah. that, that stigma, it, there's no basis. And I don't think people talk about it. And like I said, it doesn't make it okay. Right. right. I just don't think people talk about being cheated on mm-hmm. or cheating or, right. um, and I know there's, it's really big in the Hispanic world for. Actually, I was going to give some statistics on that. Yeah, so men to have families outside of their immediate mm-hmm. family, and it's higher in the black community than it is oh, in really? Hispanic or white. Mm-hmm. At least as reported. Oh, okay. Yes, it's it's higher in mm-hmm. in those communities, but there is like you were just saying, where there's a culturally acceptable um, dynamic that exists and it could, you know, it's attributed to financial dependency mm-hmm. sometimes within the Hispanic culture, um, where there are multiple families. So you're right. And then I have a friend who she's kind of in the public eye, so I don't want to say her name, but, um, she has a younger brother. I think the parents were on a, like, a, they weren't together. They were living apart at that time. And then he had a kid and the kids oh. like my kid's age. Mm-hmm. So when she posts him and she won't really say who, but I know like, cause the mom didn't want to come out and that's, right. it's everybody's own. Yeah. But I just feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I was able to share my story Yes, and I wanted to live my truth as free as possible. 
So, and everybody deals with it differently. Mm -hmm. Maybe some people don't, you know, and I feel like the longer you wait, the more it's going to hurt or the more, you know, so I was like, let me just get it out there. Absolutely. So, but not everybody can do that. Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you did and we're so grateful for you for being on today. And I know, oh my gosh, anything else, Megan, that you can think of? I just wanted to offer some resources. So like Vanessa shared in her, her testimony, therapy was a big saving grace, right? So I would recommend seeking couples therapy, individual therapy. Um, I have some book resources that I'm going to put on our Instagram. And then one of the biggest things I think, uh, that is very critical to healing is opening up and talking to people. Mm -hmm. I know Vanessa shared that there was a lot of, um, I don't want to say secrecy, but like you kept that very private Mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, healing can be harder and take longer when we aren't opening up to people. And so I want, or I would encourage open dialogue and communication with people closest to you that are safe people. Um, and then if anybody is struggling with, um, overcoming infidelity, reach out to your insurance provider, see who their covered providers are or hit up psychologytoday.com. Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you again, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye.